chocolate on mine hands. Mine hands are covered in chocolate. This is a cool episode. If you're into genealogy and Father's Day, I read out of my great, 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 great grandfather's diary, reminiscences and diary. James Roberts Hall from England. It's a fun one. We're going to the Shire next. That it's a two-part series. Stay tuned. Well, I had to stop. I had to stop the recording because I ended up going too far with one segment and it turned into a problem. Well, we're doing this thing. Remember that diary I was reading out of reminiscences and diary reminiscences. Reminiscences and diary that I read the other night. We were kind of reading out of it again tonight, and I didn't know who it was. I was like, I don't know who this is from, and it's on the back. It says it on the back. It's my fourth great grand. So fourth, it's my great 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 grandfather's diary. Reminiscences and diary. What I ended up doing was reading his patriarchal blessing. He, they called it a patriarchal. And back then, I think they just gave it to you quickly. Around the time you got baptized. You know, I have to say, I've never thought about my patriarchal blessing in some time. It sounded very far-fetched to me when I, when I read it. Or, yeah, when it was given to me, I guess. And now I'm thinking about it, and I was like, no way. It, it, it really happened. It really was possible. <laughs> and it's, a, it's up to the interpretation anyways. And, and you have to be faithful, and I don't know if I've been all that faithful. No, it said that, wow, maybe that's where I need to go. What's that compound or that place? What the, 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 um, don't tell me. Don't tell me what they're called. I used to know this stuff. Don't tell me. Community of Christ. Please tell me they're still called the Community of Christ. Because you guys can't keep changing your names. And it can, and the Church of Latter, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter day Saints is, is I guess LDS is probably, yeah, okay, we're fine. Well, if it's still called the Community of Christ, that's where I need to go. That's in Jackson County. Okay, it's coming back. Hey, did you know the Community of Christ gives the priesthood to women? They do. And I think they allow others, well, they're inclusive to, to, they love everybody. And so they allow everyone I think to participate (laughs) unlike the the LDS church which has certain restrictions on different types of people who identify in certain different types of (laughs) different ways I've always wondered if community of Christ was like the right path because I mean really if if you want to get nitpicky the the lineage of Joseph Smith did not go with Brigham Young, it went with the community of Christ. 
which I think it was called the Church of Christ. Or anyway, anyway. So the, Joseph Smith's descendants, his posterity, is is there in Jackson County. And I really like, well, I really like Salt Lake Temple, but I really like Community of Christ Temple too. I used to not. I used to not like it. I thought it was too modern looking. And I, that's why I like the Salt Lake City Temple. It's like a castle. It's like an old, it's like a yeah, like Victorian, Gothic, whatever. But Community of Christ Temple was like a spire, kind of. You know, if it's not the kids, it's, it's, what, what is that? A mocking? No, it's a magpie? Cackling? If it's not the kids, it's some sort of corvid-related bird. Corvids? Corvids 19? Oh, you know, crows, ravens, magpies, blue jays. Corvids. You guys don't know what corvids are? Yeah. Turn it off. No, go over there and turn it off. It's okay. I give you permission. Listen to me. Don't listen to them. Turn off. Turn it off. Go over there and turn it off. <laughs> well, that's... Here's the thing. I'm, I have... I'm torn here. Because the first segment that I made before this one is I got a little too carried away. I was reading out of the diary. I was taking... You know... So I guess there, I was wondering if there are some things that I still, quote-unquote, like, hold sacred. And like, okay, yeah, I do. And that's one of them. So, that. But there were some, there were also some discrepancies with, we don't know if there's typos or if they're just how English people talk or English people talk back then. So first I'll read you the paragraph that's not questionable, really. Well, it's not, I guess, quote-unquote sacred to me. The good providence of God attended me, for I was led to have a Latter-day Saint for my companion in my daily labors, who invited me and my wife to go and hear for ourselves. This we did. I was afeard to let my wife go at first, lest she should be deceived being the weaker vessel, but after three sermons we concluded they were right. Martha Hall, my wife, was baptized 31st day of January 1845 by Benjamin Berry, priest. I was baptized by Elder Samuel Lee on the first day of February, 1845, and was confirmed by Jas Ivy High Priest on the second day of February, 1845. And then the following is a patriarchal received soon after I embraced the truth. And that's where I started reading. That's where I should have stopped reading. So I stopped reading now. Well, I will actually, I think it, I think it would be appropriate to share one line from this patriarchal blessing that he received, if I can find it. Oh, here it is. I'm sorry, I'm trying to find where the uh, sentence ends and begins. Thou hast work to do for the Lord in these last days to fight against unrighteousness of men, and thou shalt be blessed with light and love of truth and shall grow in knowledge. Out of the treasury of the Lord... Well, that there's no the, the punctuation in those blessings. It's there's really doesn't have to be any, and so it's hard to figure out where it starts and stops anyway. But that's my great 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 grandfather's diary, and according to the author of this little thing, the 
who put it together. James Robert Hall is my fourth great-grandfather who came to the United States from England. He and his family went through many trials to arrive here. Yeah. Bling and I found his diary in the church history department. The diary had been copied in handwriting that is somewhat difficult to read. Now this diary is in a format that is easy to understand. I hope you find reading the memories of this ancestor insightful. In case you guys were wondering, this is the diary of the reminiscences and that I was reading last week. Remember that? You know? It's when I was doing the Tyler Glenn, John Dillon. Oh, okay, whatever. When I was younger, right, even still, I don't read too many books these days. Not like fictional start to finish books. Yeah, I don't. I can't remember the last time it was. But I used to read the back page first. I used to read the last paragraph. Before I started a book, I'd always read the last paragraph. I don't know why. I don't know if I got that idea from somewhere or someone, but I was pretty young when I did it. It was like the choose your own adventure books. So you couldn't really, there wasn't really an ending. I would just read the last page, the last paragraph. And that's, yeah, I guess that's how it started. And then uh, every book I read, Let's start with the last paragraph. Because it never made sense. It's not like I'm going to memorize the last paragraph anyway. So I'd read the last paragraph. It didn't make sense. And then I'd start from the beginning. With this diary. If you want to start with the back real quick. And I figure for Father's Day, we really could kind of do, and this is a great, 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 great grandfather's day that we're reading out of his diary here. So he was born on November 13th, 1818 and died on May 5th, 1897. So that puts him, what is it, like 80, pretty much? 79. Um, he was drowned in City Creek, probably fell in at North Temple and West Temple while returning home from working in the Salt Lake Temple. His wife, Cecilia Ward Hall, died 12th May, 1930 in Salt Lake City. This is a copy of my father, James R. Hall's journal copied by his daughter, Esther Hall Wilding. So that's that. This is the great, 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 great grandfather's day. Um, I just noticed something. He died on May 5th, 1897, and she died 33 years later on May 12th. I wonder if she is so brokenhearted. Probably fell in at North Temple and West Temple returning home from working so yeah when we were in the church history department I was the one that was doing some of the translating on that one because it was very fancy cursive okay we, we can read more of his diary I'll allow it but not the, the blessing we skipped soon after this time the church in the British Isles fell into a very indifferent state on account of the joint stock company which was badly managed, and the presidency of these isles fell into apostasy. But it was revealed to the first presidency in America, and they sent over three of the twelve apostles and some, of, and some other elders, and they soon set all things in order, which they came to do like men of God as they are. Oh, okay. I was rebaptized and confirmed by L. N. Scoville, high priest on the 30th of May, 1846. 
and all the members in general were rebaptized re in the Sheffield branch where I was a member. Throughout the conference, we received fresh life and vigor and a great addition of the Spirit of God. They soon dissolved the joint stock company and cut off Elder Headlock from the church and pruned off some dead branches and cultivated the rest so as to make it flourish and prosper ever since. Elder Headlock was uh, up to something, huh? I don't know. I, 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 yeah, joint stock company. Elder Headlock. My father, William Hall, who was not a member of the church and never heard the gospel preached, died on the 1st of March, 1847. I was appointed to preside over the Sunday school at Sheffield by the council of the same on the 3rd of April, 1847, where I continued my labors in my humble way until I pleased the Lord to call me to a more responsible position to preach the gospel. I was talking about April 3rd just the other day. Go back and listen, I'm serious. When I was talking about trading, it was the, um, anyway, it's kind of strange, but that's not, anyway. My brother William was brought to the knowledge of the truth principally by my in instrumentality. That's what, this is where I get it. The writing and the vocabulary, that's from here, this, this side of the family. Brought to the knowledge of the truth principally, not talking, brought to the knowledge of the truth principally by my instrumentality. It's pretty good. Principally by my instrumentality, I like it. He was baptized and confirmed by Elder Sylvester, president of the branch of Sheffield. On the 2nd of May, 1847, I was called to the office of priest at Sheffield, nominated by Elder Scoville and approved by unanimous vote of the quarterly conference assembled on the 27th day of June. There we go. Almost got it again. Dang it. We're off by what? Eight days? Dang it. I was ordained under the hands of Elder Scoville and Rogers. Okay, one more pair. Okay, June 29th, 1847. I commenced my public ministry at Sheffield in the open air on the 4th of July. Um, it sounds like he was, uh, <laughs> commenced my public ministry. It sounds like sedition to me. In Sheffield on the 4th of July? Soon after, I moved to Nottinghamshire to labor with expectation of getting money to go to America and was not much disappointed. It has been my study and I've endeavored to accomplish my object since I've been in the church, namely to go to the land of Zion. I have been more than four years saving money to go. With some weeks, I save sixpence or a shilling or sometimes so high as five. And when I saved eight or nine pounds in the joints low, Okay. He lost his investment. He was saving up for something. He was trying to come to the United States, trying to spread his wings and fly. That was like 200, 100 and what? Wow. I can't think. Yeah, was that 175 years ago? 175 years ago, same thing happened. The exact same thing happened to my great, 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 great grandfather. It had it happened to him across the pond. He lost a bunch of money. 
because of Elder Headlock. He's, he, he, he named him by name. He seemed pretty pointed. Incredible. Because of the joint stock company. Like, he's very... He was saving money to spread his wings and fly, man. Like, he had it. Well, we're gonna go to the Shire now. I didn't read the last one. No, I did. Yeah, anyway. To the day. It's, it's like the same month. 175 years ago, right? I'm always talking about this Grand Slam. I had it lined up, I was ready to go. And now I don't have the car or anything, and it's like... I know, well, I can tell you, it's eBay and... IAAI and Ogden Auto Towing. Mostly, Title Max is not really done too bad. Aside from the one major thing, <clears throat> aside from partnering with IAI 40 miles away, that's that's the only thing I'm like, well, I've got to, I, I guess, yeah, name him by name. But he's doing the same thing, principally due to my instrumentality. <laughs> sounds like, dude, that sounds like exactly something I would write. Principally by my instrumentality. It totally sounds like something, right? I could just see, I, I could see a uh, great, 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 great bling. Going to the joint stock company and Elder Headlock. Oh, yeah. Wait, hold on, sorry. <clears throat> oh, yeah? Go to America, he says. <laughs> yeah, I had enough money saved up if it wasn't for joint stock company and Elder Headlock. <laughs> was that Elder Headlock or was that Elder Headlock? I had enough money saved up in the joint stock company with Elder Edlock. Yeah, I had some plans, some big plans, ready to go. Hadn't been for eBay. Crazy, right? I think that's kind of nuts on Father's Day of all days. Well, there you go. That's, that's the kind of highbrow entertainment that you can get from this podcast. It, it's, it's, it adds cultural value to your life. And it helps you discover who you are inside and makes you more confident so when you when you go outside today whether you're with your family or not completely alone like myself don't walk don't sulk around like me with your bad posture and back hunched over lift your head up high and, and put your shoulders back and have some have, walk around with some confidence don't stare at the ground and kick rocks that's what I do. That's my job. Your job is to hold your head up high and put your shoulders back today. Because you are proud of who you are. Unless, unless you're ashamed of something and feel guilty, then uh, deal with those emotions as you will, as you wish. Deal with those emotions as you permit yourself. All right, I think we're going to the Shire, right? That's the plan. Okay, I hope it's not too hot. Well, that this, that's the thing. I said that this podcast is kind of like an audio diary. And I use like, placeholders and stuff and certain dates. And I think it's cool. 
I think it's cool that this might get discovered 175 years from today, pretty much. And someone, not my posterity, no way. Someone else, like down the line, maybe my brother's kids. They, uh, yeah, they might have, I don't know, could relate. I'm, no, I'm too old. I, that screaming, if that was my kid and they were screaming like that, either inside or outside, If I have a working car, yeah, dad's just gonna go down to 7-Eleven real quick. All right, you keep screaming, babe. Dad's just gonna go run down to 7-Eleven real quick. He's gonna grab some Snickers almond for you, huh? Was that you screaming like that? Yeah, was that you screaming at the top of your lungs and just not stopping? That's so cute, that's so adorable. I love it when you do that as your freaking biological father. I love having my name attached to you and you scream at the top of your lungs for hours on end, day after day. This entire complex of buildings and alleyway you're just so lucky to hear it now if you could stop screaming for a couple of seconds dad's gonna go down to 7-eleven real quick okay he's got the keys in his pocket right now he's gonna go inside get, grab his debit card and he's gonna go to the atm and get as much cash as he can and he's gonna go to 7-eleven and then he'll come right back did you want anything from 7-Eleven? Like some ice cream or anything? Yeah? Okay, I'll get you some ice cream. You keep screaming, and you just wait here. Don't wait too long, though. If it gets too late, go inside. I'd probably have, like, I'd probably have uh, some old, like, kind of junk, I don't know, hot rod or something that I've been working on forever that I have the keys to. Like, all right, let's take this. Let's, we got to go. <laughs> get my debit card, go out into the hot rod, and just drive off into the sunset. And as I'm like, like, as I'm 40 miles out, I, I can like still hear that scream and like my rearview mirror shatters. Like, ah, oh, she's on to me. She knows I'm trying to escape. Tires pop. Yeah, I get, have to come back. Like, oh, I wasn't trying to make a break for it. No, I wanted to be here and hear you scream all day. No, I won't. Yeah, I, lo I love you. <laughs> I love you kids. There's no way. There is no, there's absolute, it would be unacceptable to scream like that at that level. You, sure, you can scream like that at times if it's an emergency or, yeah, you're being attacked. Other than that, I don't think it's really, you can just keep it down, okay? Oh, you can't control it? Well, let's try and figure that out. Let's let's focus on you for a minute. Let's fo let's figure out why you can't just you can't stop freaking screaming at the top of your lungs. It's either that or like peeling yeah, peeling out off into the sunset. But yeah, she knows how to scream and just be like, no, you're not going anywhere. I I think what they were doing because it was bothering me because she was like, I deleted the yeah. Anyway, you hear it in this episode, the commercial that I remade. You probably heard it. <laughs> but during that other commercial where the kids were screaming, I, I was about to lose my mind more than it already has. I think what they're doing is she's screaming for attention. And so if they just all try to ignore her, if they all try to ignore her, she'll just scream louder, apparently, and longer. I don't think that approach really was working that day. <laughs> that didn't help that day. Well, I, yeah, 
you know, we had kind of that spiritual moment for for Father's Day. Now let's get into some backbiting and gossip, shall we? Well, I kind of wondered, like, okay, so it's not normal to scream like this. I just got used to it for a long time. Like, I, that's what I think everyone realized at the same moment. Like, we all just, like, snapped out of it. And that's when people were yelling outside, like, shut up. So tensions were pretty high. And then, I think it was yesterday, I was walking out to my fleet of scooters. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. I was going to, I was heading out for the scooter. Damn it. And I see, the, like, the family coming around the corner. And I was like, oh my, you mean to tell me, the entire time, no one suggested, hey, why don't you guys go for a freaking walk? Like, your son's got a lot of energy. Your daughter's got that scream that everyone just hates. Could you guys go for a walk? Well, I thought it was the same kid at first, but it's two of them. And the, the higher-pitched one's a girl. It is, in fact, a girl. And it's smaller. It's a, it's a small one. And the other one can get there, too. It's very, very high pitch. Very high pitch. But the little one can, for longer amounts of time, and she can, like, drag it up higher. If no one's, if, if everyone's ignoring her, she can... You heard the last commercial. That's what That was her in the back. And they were trying, that's what they were doing. They were trying to ignore her because it was bugging me. I was like, someone has to, someone better step outside right now. But that's what they're doing. They're trying to make it like, oh, no one can hear you. Your screams. That's a good, good try. Okay, we might actually make this an extended episode. I think we might. But the problem is that she's already established this habit. So ignoring it is not going, in my opinion. That's what you should have not done in the beginning was ignore it. They've been ignoring it. That's the problem. Well, anyway, sorry, sorry. What was happening was like, I think the mom really was just like, there's too many kids. She just had too many kids. Really. I mean, obviously, but like, really. And like, she probably had a few of them inside and the rest of them were just running absolutely wild outside. And that's, she was relying on these screams to just know if her kids are still outside probably I don't know I, I have no clue the blinds are closed but I, that's what I imagine and now it's like oh I see her in strollers come around the corner and, like, what do you mean you guys could have just freaking left this whole time <laughs> and got it out of their systems out there in the freaking park with hundreds of yards in every direction of open air for that sound to just to slowly die before it reaches us. Hundreds of yards for that sound to decay so that it doesn't penetrate our freaking windows. Shatter our shatter the glass and rear view mirror. I mean, I think I can say this as a non-parent. I can tell others how to parent, like totally, completely. This is how you parent. Matter of fact, she would scream for the first time to like really try and damage my brain and I would pick up on it. Like she's trying to attack my brain with that pitch. And I would say, okay, no more of that. I let it happen once. And if she tried to do it a second time, I would you know, just reiterate, no more of that. And if she did it a third time, 
I would stop whatever I was doing and I would walk away from walk away from the child. And she'd be like, Dad, where are you going? Dad, where are you going? And I'd say, hey, CC, sissy, um, it hurts daddy's brain when you scream like that and torture him, you're torture, slowly killing him by torturing him when you do that. Every time she did it, I would walk farther and farther away from her. And hopefully she wouldn't do it a fourth time when daddy starts walking away the third time. <laughs> Maybe daddy really will go to 7-Eleven. I'll be right back, just gonna need to get a drink. He always starts that old hot rod up on Father's Day. Every Father's Day, I just find him in that garage, just staring blankly at nothing. With his hands on the steering wheel, he just revs that engine up. I go, honey, you gotta keep the garage door open. You could... It smells like carbon monoxide in here. The silent killer. No way, it doesn't have, no, oh, whatever. And he's like, oh yeah, turns the car off. Oh yeah, I couldn't tell, I didn't notice. Every year he's in that garage and revving up that engine. Every year I have to remind him to open up the garage door. It would be kind of concerning if you did figure out that, or she figured out that the screaming repelled you as a father and she screamed louder to make you go farther away. Well, that wouldn't be, that's not nice. That would not be good. That's not good. Well, this might be a kind of like a mix of things, a little grab bag of things with the Shire, because we're gonna get that too, and so I don't want to make it too long. Oh, perfect timing, yeah, let's get the hell out of here. Mother? Yes, Father? Earlier tonight, well, earlier today on the playground, I had Cece, Sissy, Cece, I had the littlest one, and I told, you know how she screams like she does? Sissy or Cece, which one? The littlest one, the littlest one. Cece. Well, today on the playground with Cece, I was telling her, when you scream like that, you're slowly torturing daddy to death. That's why he's walking away from you. And then she started screaming louder. She was screaming so loud that I started running and I almost didn't come back. Oh, father, stop kidding like that. No, really mother, I almost did not come back. Father, you and your jokes, you and your antics. Come back. Okay. I'm eating some chocolate wafers before we go. But this is a two-part series, I decided. We're going to publish this one. I'm going to listen to it as we walk out to the Shire, and then we'll make another one on the at the Shire on the way back. No, no, no. Hold on. We'll make another one at the Shire, and then listen to it on the way back. Two-part series. Salt Lake City Father's Day. Salt Lake City style Father's Day. Not like freaking Ogden. Well, it's crazy, like 175 years in the making, right? Yeah, he had it lined up. He was ready to go to America. He's ready to go to the States, man. Bigger things, like a land of promise, a land of opportunity. He's gonna go west. Just see what, you know, fortune brings, what, what fate desires. It hadn't been for the freaking joint stock company and all their headlock. <laughs>